All right, and welcome to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast that's all about talking tweets, Twitter, and the ridiculousness of the Twitterverse. Uh, my name is Fergal, and I'm joined by Cormac and Sean. Sean, you kind of creeped me out there a little bit. You were helping me with my microphone, which is very nice of you. Yeah. Uh, but then you you called yourself Uncle Sean. Yes. As, as you're doing it, and mm. yeah, that you didn't, cor- it didn't cor- sit well with you either, did it? I didn't help that he was on his knees in front of you, <laughs> grabbing your mic. Oh. I say that sometimes when someone has a problem, what? I go, "Oh, tell Uncle Sean." You say that? Yeah, it's a saying. Who? It's like my catchphrase. That's different people. <laughs> your catchphrase is yeah. "Let Uncle Sean help." Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like to think I like to think I'm everybody's Uncle Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might get you in but trouble. It was really weird as well. Cormac commented on what a short lead I had, and I was kind of like, Sean, yeah, you so basically your mic's got a pretty short lead, yeah, and um, noticeably shorter, yeah, it is. <laughs> and you and you said, I've got a short, or what did you, Cormac, you said, Oh, yeah, we know you've got a short lead, and my assumption, actually, no, I was something along those lines, and my assumption was that. Um, there was a reference to some sort of situation with your partner or whatever, but you took it as you. We went straight to penis size. Yeah, you just went straight into. Uh, I, it tells us a lot about what's going just on. Your mentality, there. yeah. I thought I thought that you were talking about the <laughs> size of my penis. Yeah, I never joke about. No, Sean, I wouldn't do that to you. Somebody's body. I, I'm quite. We are mature. You know, something you're currently grabbing it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm quite comfortable with, with, well, with I'm not. my body. Well, I'm, yeah. you know, I, I could probably do it with like, getting into the gym. But I'd like to point out to anyone who's new to listening, we don't usually start off with toilet humour. <laughs> no. Here we are. Um, yeah, so guys, how was your week? Sean, how was your week apart from the whole um, small penis thing? Um, it, was, it was great. I'll be honest, it wasn't on Twitter very much yes um, I, and I, I said this today it was a kind of a surprise episode and I was like oh, sh- I actually wasn't paying any attention to Twitter um, I, I'm currently uh, job hunting for next year so I've been on LinkedIn <laughs> flat yeah. out yeah. I've just been on LinkedIn talking to people on LinkedIn how's that been how's your experience on LinkedIn been as a, a different social media platform to, to Twitter uh, I've nine connections um, <laughs> yeah I've nine connections three of them I don't know <laughs> Uh, I think yes, one of them, one of them was somebody connected to you that I accidentally pressed follow. No way. Yeah. Who's uh, that? Oh, well, me. Yeah, don't tell me in the podcast. Yeah. I guess. Oh, and then some like some like IT guy from Pakistan like just added me on randomly. I thought like, oh, okay. okay, yeah. He's probably uh, trying to just take your data. Yeah, and then I was talking to a very helpful work colleague of yours. Yeah, yeah. Who was yeah. helping me out? And, Shout uh, out to Sarah. And then I, I was. Um, yeah, I was following companies and stuff and kind of trying to get a feel for it. But it's very interesting. It's a very interesting platform. Um, have you pushed the podcast on it? Have you added that to your LinkedIn uh, profile? I said I am a podcast <laughs> creator. It's a podcast LinkedIn. No, it's not a... We're not hiring. No, but I mean, like, you know... I don't think we're... Are we hiring? a few more listens if he puts it up there. <laughs> you, you can put it up you, as... You have to be an employer, I think, to be honest. Uh, are we... Maybe... Put, like, the, we could take an intern... Can he not put like, uh, you know, in his list of I don't know achievements? Is it? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would you call this podcast I, an achievement? I don't know how to go. I'm a public mm. servant. LinkedIn is not something I will ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, you could put it in as your like maybe interests and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was told you could put it as like a. You could sort of like highlight it like a highlight. Okay. And like you can like. You can have a link into yeah. your podcast and stuff. So okay, maybe yeah. we will look at that. Aside from that, I I met my dungeon master this week. <laughs> you I'm sorry, what? My dungeon master. What do you mean you met your dungeon master? I met my. Uh, oh, we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, and not. Yeah, BDSM. so so the Dungeons and Dragons guild and in, in, is starting up, and uh, I met my DM to go to some character creation. Your dom is it? No, my DM. Oh, oh DM. Dungeon master. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we went through some uh, character creation. I'm stuck between... Yeah, role play is a big part of it. Yeah, I'm stuck mm. between two. I'm stuck between a halfling bounty hunter and uh, an insane <laughs> wizard called Huard the Hobo. Okay. <laughs> okay. And can I just ask, when you met this person, did they suggest maybe, you know, tying you up in an actual dungeon or... I mean, you're sure that it was a role-playing person. I like, I like how you weren't even nuanced about that joke. You went yeah. straight into just like... I just, I'm just making sure, like, that you know, Sean has a history in the past of reading a situation wrong. So I just <laughs> yeah, want to make sure fair. that, 
it is actually someone from a role-playing fantasy game you've met and not an actual well I asked him I asked dungeon, him dungeon daddy is I, that what you'd call it I asked him about <laughs> Uncle Sean and dungeon daddy yeah. it's like a shit tag team <laughs> anyway go on uh, anyway I asked him about I I asked him about spell casting and I asked him about like what's you know do you need materials to to like cast spells and how do you keep track of that and he just said no I just need an arcane focus oh. so that could be anything from like do you know like a mystical ball or like mm. um, a staff or a wand uh, so I'm okay. kind of in between what I go penis shaped wand short lead <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna go for I, I'm thinking about a mystical orb um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what did I do this week? Not, not a lot. Segwayed <laughs> pretty hard well, there. If I was you, I wouldn't worry too much about your magical orb, because this time next week we'll all be on the front lines in in Kiev. You think so? Shitting our little pants. Uh, <laughs> we had we, we were just talking about this before we started recording, and you were saying that yeah, we're going to be all conscripted um, into the European army. Yes, yeah. and we you were discussing our roles, you know. I Cormac, I very much see you as a black adder type. <laughs> sending, that's, that's fair. Sending I'd me say and there, to our death. There is a good chance that I would, you know, do a heel change halfway through when I realise that oh, this is not going good for us, and I don't care about <laughs> Kiev, Ukraine, um, or Europe. Yeah, uh, I only care about my own safety. So I slowly but surely turn on everybody. Yeah, I can see that. Comrade this and Commissar that. You're you're already <laughs> yeah. speaking the lingo. Yeah, I I I think that could that could happen. What, what do you th- do you think I would? Do you think I would? Uh, turn coat. Of the three of us, yeah, I think so. Mm, Although I feel like I would be hiding somewhere, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> I, th- I think you're you'd be quite attracted to Vladimir Putin as a leader. I think. Okay. <laughs> Go on. I think I think that image of him, you know, being topless and on a horse. Yeah. I just think I just think you you're like that's my kind of man. That's my kind of <laughs> yeah. That's, I and, like that. I, like, I, oh, I can see. Like, oh my god, you're doing amazing. I, I can <laughs> see you there taking pictures and go, yeah, work it, Vladimir, work yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say, fantastic. and I say, do you know what else? I'd say you really, you really loved his power play with Macron with the big long tail, and you're like, that's oh. exactly what I do. Yeah. Listen, this has been a real long intro. Um, mm. We should probably talk about what we're going to talk about in the yeah, podcast. Okay. Can I just ask before what, yeah. what would me and you do in the war? Die, huh? die Fergal? pretty quick. Oh no, I, I'd be hiding somewhere. You die pretty like quick. What do you mean I die there? pretty quickly? You're too, you're too earnest. I, I think like someone would tell you to go to the front line. You'd be like, yeah. Fergal would be like in the admin side. I mean, that's um, a weird compliment, but okay. Training, training. I'd be an admin. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'd be training. I'd be training people to die. Yeah. yeah uh, Sean, you'd be like, you know, running between the all the things like delivering <laughs> the postman <laughs> messages when the lines of communications get cut. Uh, I just see myself as a sniper. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? That's like you know when someone you know when someone gives themselves their own nickname. That that's what that feels like. I'm not sure you could sit still long enough to be a sniper. It's a really uh, kind of ever, weight job. No, you couldn't sit long enough for that, Sean. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I I'd read some like I'd read a novel or something. But you have to be watching through the scope to see. Yeah, what's, I know. Yeah, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week we got. A, I, I think it, we've a bit of a, a smorgasbord of things to look at. Yeah, um, that's fair. Lot, lot, lots of little bits, I think. Well, I think so. Little bits as in like a couple of big things happened, but I didn't, you know, really want to get into them too much. There was obviously Andrew Windsor, Mountbatten, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> um, settled his his case with Virginia. Is it Jeffrey? I think is how you pronounce her name. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, in, in America. Um, there was also Big Jet TV was a, was a bit of a phenomenon. I'm, ex- I'm excited to talk about this because I saw it everywhere on Twitter, but I didn't actually see what it was. So I'm excited to learn. Yeah. And a yeah. um, couple of little things then, I suppose. Uh, there was Rory McIlroy actually and Phil Mickelson got into a bit of a fight over something. And I, I just think it was, it was interesting because McIlroy is always portrayed as this kind of very aloof, self-centered character yeah and it was just like he came out on the on the right side of it and uh, a lot of people were surprised at it so just just those um 
other than that, I, I don't have too much else to go on uh, this week, Fargo. Grand. Um, I think we'll just take a quick look at uh, Tato Park. Oh, yeah. was trending during the week as well. Um, uh, yeah, for surprising reasons. And then, uh, yeah, we came across this thing yesterday, this young fella in Kilkenny who has started up his own political party um, called Irish uh, Unionist Party. God. Which, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's as bad as it sounds. Um, yeah, sure. Let's take a look at it. Welcome to the breakdown. Yeah, do you want to take a, diary? We take a look at the Irish Unionist stuff first? Okay, let's go, yeah. So, um, a young fella in Kilkenny um, with the most <laughs> unionist name. I can, his name is Tristan Morrow. Yeah, when I heard he was called Tristan, I thought he was one of those, one of that gang from Mayo. You know, Sean, you know those ones. They're all oh, the the Burks. Galway, Galway University. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's got to be one of these. Yeah. Well, the, the first I heard of it was uh, the there was a, a story from the Belfast Telegraph going around, and it was a story written by Neve Campbell. Um, basically, just a, a young Kilkenny unionist has revealed that he and his family were forced to move to Northern Ireland. After receiving IRA death threats, um, she kind of continues to say that Trista Morrow, only 19, uh, has made headlines for creating the Irish Unionist Party or the IUP. Uh, he believes the island of Ireland as a whole should become part of the UK and in turn separated from the EU uh, due to what he sees as universal economic benefits for all nations involved. Uh, before I go into a bit more detail, um, what do we think of this as an initial concept? Oh, I think he's... And are we surprised? Absolutely bonkers. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised he's from somewhere like Kilkenny. Yeah. You know, it's quite <laughs> south of the country. I know it's in it's in Leinster, but like it's, you know, placement-wise, it's not It's not like... A, it's not a union stronghold, is what I'm trying no, to say. No, not at all. Um, and they're far enough away from the border that I wouldn't have thought did overly well acquainted his thing seems to be though I know you said before we get into it he I I kind of read something that he gave, said in an interview which I thought was interesting he's trying to put a spin on it he's trying to say like oh I want a 32 county Ireland yeah just yeah. I want it to be under British I think rule. the only way it can work is under British rule I have I have found a few more Twitter accounts like that which we'll get into which but. I think is interesting because a few years yeah. ago when by the way, I, mean, I think I heard yesterday, Brexit, they, I think, well, I'm not sure about the vote, but the actual campaign like, started six or seven years ago. You know, so after, after that, we had, there was a couple of poorly contrived, is it Irexit? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, they, 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 they had like talks guy, and stuff, I can't they? remember the guy that was ahead uh, of that. He yeah. was a bit of a weirdo. I can't But I'm just wondering, that. wasn't their shtick the same? We'd leave the EU and join back up, you know, the British Isles. Were, were, were they unionist? I thought they were well, just leave the they EU. They weren't, no, but their whole thing mm. at the end, and there was a lot of research done on it, and I found like a lot of their money came from, you know, unionist oh, yeah, my backers. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering where he's actually getting his his funding from because he I, I had a look at his stuff and he's been able to I know these days it's different you don't have to go to a print shop to print loads of like you can create your own stuff online and all yeah that of course of, but I'd be I'd be interested to know where he's getting the money to you know if he's only 19 very good point um, this is mad sorry I, I just were saying there like so I I, I haven't been paying much attention this week I, fantastic I yeah the, the listeners always want to hear that uh, I'll be honest <laughs> if this had it came up on my radar maybe three or four days ago I, I probably would have like a 14 page document but I'm manifesto. just a manifesto <laughs> but I'm just looking so reading through it here that he has like he was originally from the Nor Northern Ireland and his family moved down to Kilkenny because he received death yeah, threats no, from the IRA. He keeps saying in comments that's like, oh, Morrow is a Scottish name. Wait a minute. So wait, is he from Kilkenny or the north? I don't know. Because I'm seeing conflicting stuff. You know, his, his, I, I'm also wondering about his, where is he Where is he getting his money from? Because he's certainly not doing it off his own back. Can't be. Yeah, it's funny. We, the, Kilken the Kilkenny people put out a story about it. 
Um, I thought you meant like the people. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just got together like a, a, yeah. as a mob. Shop <laughs> um, Christopher Dunn put together a story, and he talks about his background a little bit. Um, so, uh, what is he, he describes Tristan as a youthful political maverick who certainly isn't afraid to speak his mind. Um, okay, so here we go. Born in, and born in Kilkenny and raised on a local farm, he made headlines recently for establishing the Irish Unionist Party. Uh, the party's aim is to get all 32 counties back under the British crown. Tristan says, this view has led me <laughs> to being hated by almost all communities, uh, which sounds about right. Um, so yeah, growing up, Tristan's father um, tried to keep him away from politics, but uh, Tristan had a passion for history, so he inevitably got into it. Um, he, go on, he goes on to say, I was actually very much a socialist and borderline Republican in my teens, but I've come to learn that unionism, in my view, is the only way forward for these islands. Um, yeah, uh, he says, the young, uh, well, let me see, uh, yeah, he goes on to say, new converts to unionism have been carrying the movement so far. Uh, they have no bother standing up IUP posters or handing out flyers or filming. Um, does someone go from republicanism in their teens to... Now, he's only 19, so in the space of, let's say, two to three years, did he go from republican to unionist? Like, this screams attention-seeking to me, but whatever, you know. I, 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 well, I'm, I'm just going through now, I, I find... I'm really mad I came late to this. Uh, <laughs> you man, that's what I said to you. I said to you like yesterday. I was like, you would, just you would have eaten this up. This one. Yeah, I would. I just came across his his party site. So it's the Irish Unionist Party, and he's got a picture of himself with the British flag, or what's a British flag? The English flag. Yeah. It annoys me the way he, I, he like he's obviously purposely went for the English flag. Like he, the the logo is like Ireland, and with the whole. English flag pasted over the Ar- like Ireland. Oh, that horrible. that annoys me. I I nearly would have preferred the British one. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the British green, white, and yeah. surely that's disrespectful. The, the as well. with like a British blue, yeah. Kind of, yeah. you know that symbol through. But anyway, he has a really great um great tweet here in the Irish Unionist Party thing. I, I, it's what's, very, what's the handle for the party? Just um, at Unionist Irish. So. Yeah, so he has a tweet here. The ignorance, bitter belittling of modern Irish politics has made the Irish political stage nothing more than a smug echo chamber. It has made it hard for independence, new parties and the voices of the people to be heard. Poisonous politics is the scourge of the Irish public. Now, a couple of things there. <laughs> a couple yeah, the, of the, the, the irony of the, the comedy of ignorance <laughs> um, is fantastic. But yeah. yeah, the belittling of modern Irish politics. I, has he not seen what's been going on in the Houses of Parliament over in London for the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Do you know what's also hilarious? One of his quotes in this Kilkenny People article is Most unionist Republicans are as normal as any other Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael voter. contradictory, you know. As I had said um, on our our podcast Twitter page uh, somebody had it up and I was, myself and a lot of others said well, why didn't he just join Fine Gael yeah yeah but look I mean he's also as Fergus said the, the irony like and Sean's talking about what's going on over in, in Westminster but like the DUP brought or after bringing down power sharing again in the north they've no executive uh Decision makers, no, they can't even lift their COVID restrictions because it needs to be signed off by executive power, and there is no executive because the DUP uh, brought down power sharing because of this protocol that they don't like that they agreed to as part of their campaign for for Brexit. Um, going off topic here, but I seen he I seen he was like following John like your man Reese Mogg and that kind of stuff and I was kind of oh no yeah um, and then like Reese Mogg interestingly enough had this week um, actually brought out an advertisement in the sun what asking the British people for like ideas around Brexit it's been six years I mean like and none of them have had an idea themselves about how they can make it work so I again that's off point but I'd be wondering is he now just is he another one of these people looking to capitalise on how easy it is now to start up something like this and gain traction. Yeah. And I become yeah, famous. I see it as attention seeking, but I, I funny just to go back to your Reese Mogg comment. I did see someone um, at Murray's turn tweet out 
I wonder if Reese Mogg spent any time in Kilkenny about 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very that. strange that he's... I, willing for somebody in Kilkenny to correct me, but I would say he's the only unionist in Kilkenny. Funny, I think that I found that tweet you're talking about, Cormac, um, at Osborne Sleeve, um, saying, relax, people. He will join Fianna Gael or Fianna Fáil party soon, and the good people of Kilkenny will vote him onto our gravy train. Oh, they will. Like, with the likes of Maddie McGrath and all that, they, they pave way for for people like this. this. Well, he's after saying there that independents never, never get listened to yeah. in, our, in our thing. And we can't shut up the likes of Manny McGrath. Or they, the, and they're usually power brokers, the independents, because... They're, yeah, they're, they're the ones with a whole lot of power. Yeah. And they're, if you look at the polls, the independents are quite high up in polls. <laughs> so I, I don't know, Fergal, uh, to, to answer your original question, what do we think of it? I, I would agree with you. I think it's probably attention-seeking. I'd say... He's probably done quite well this week. I would um, say so, yeah. You know, uh, a lot of followers, I would think, on Twitter just to see maybe what, you know, absurd stuff he's going to... I'm just looking at I'm just looking at here as well. About nine days ago, he has pictures of when he was in Drogheda and he says, unionism is in Drogheda. Well, there you go. Oh, we that all, doesn't surprise me. doesn't surprise Fucking me. Fucking Drogheda. Dro- <laughs> he's, he's, he's here. He's here. He's, he's posted a picture up by, what do you call that? Um, Oh, the, is it like the bell tower or something? Yeah, there's a big castle you open. Yeah, there, and he's got a picture of that with the little badge of IUP. His badges. The freedom of speech is a concept so revered and venerated by the Irish people as without it our future is not. To love one's nation, to care for and worry about her destiny, destiny is the duty of all who are proud to be labelled Irish. Yet you have a St George's flag across. Yeah, I, 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 I have a couple of concerns here um he's he's, he's his website is also a wix page so <laughs> okay uh, my concern would be like look it doesn't surprise me he's in Drogheda because i mean the last time we lo- left them in charge of anything um they lost us pretty much lost us the island uh, so you know i wouldn't it doesn't shock me that he's in yeah. a home of 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 one of the fair places <laughs> of of the orange order let's put it that way <laughs> um we're not biased against Drada at all um so listen obviously the twitter reaction uh hasn't been kind um one of our favorite accounts at not the rte news simply tweeted i'd bring back bullying <laughs> which oh, wow. i like now to be fair to him um he you know he, he did go on to say and a subtweet I was, bu- I was bullied I despise bullying but this dork needs imperialism wedged out of him uh, which I absolutely love yeah like I you know I would I would oh, well I think given our conversation to start about my you know propensity to switch sides um, I wouldn't I wouldn't defend his right necessarily to say it but I, I don't you know at the same time I think the best thing to do is just leave him yeah, interesting. You it, you know? Interesting you say that, Matt, because a few people had similar opinions. Um, uh, yeah, like, um, funny enough, I I saw one particularly good tweet. I think I have it here. Um, yeah, so at uh, Shawnee02 tweeted, um, Arthur Griffith, the founder of, uh, Sheen, uh, of Sinn Féin, believed in dual monarchy, uh, an Irish parliament under a joint monarchy, not a republic. Griffith signed a treaty in 1921, and Southern Ireland became the free state. This young lad's proposals are along these lines. The ballot box will decide. Funny, there was enough people saying, listen, if he wants to say it, let him say it. Um, it'll just go nowhere. You, know? you have to be careful as well, don't you, Sean, about like, taking out of context something that happened like that, that Griffith did uh, you know, nearly 100 years ago. I mean, you know, like the likes of that, that's a means to an end. Like, you know, they were, they were signing one thing, no one probably what was coming down people down the line. people interpret history very very like funnily like like really weirdly like i'm looking at his website here and he has a whole thing about like um the the free state and he doesn't call it the free state he calls it the republic we didn't actually become a republic till the next decade mm-hmm. but he's talking about in 1925 there was a famine in connacht and that the free state denied it and what has that got? Sorry, what has that got to do with now? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, it, it's people looking too far into the past to see the future. Um, like it's it, it's it's the most like like you know the civil war and you know the war of independence and the signing of the treaty. It's one of the most 
complicated, complex. You know, it doesn't. Some of it, you know, some of it. There's you know a logic in it because people were switching sides, left, right, and center, changing minds. Devil era sitting on the fence. Like it's such a complicated issue. You can't really make any sense. Like going back and talking about Arthur Griffith beliefs and that. That was at a time at a complete at a certain set of certain set of you know things that they faced at the time. Yeah, certain circumstances. Back like that. Anyway, it's 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 such a weird thing. I I'd love. Do you know what I'd love to have him on? Would you? I would abs- I would absolutely love to hear about. I'd love, <laughs> I'd love to hear his ideas. <laughs> well, Tristan, you know, if you're listening, and I doubt you are, um, come on up, come Here, on aboard. <laughs> here's an idea. What would you think? What if, what if we were back? What if, what if we were back in, in, in the union? What would, what would, what would life be like? <laughs> oh, I'd be outside. I'd look flags outside. I'd be dressed and all. As I said, like I very easily sway. <laughs> Go find your balaclava. <laughs> all you? I'd need to just, you know. <laughs> No, I'd be no. I'd like I'd be, be the opposite, like, would you? Oh would you yeah, be? yeah. I'd follow on like, <laughs> picture of the queen on the walls. I'd very easily like. Uh, no, I think oh. we all know that's not true. Look, I, I you know, he's going to come out with the same arguments a lot of people do, like oh the NHS and you know. Uh, Heard that before, yeah. The NHS is like, great, but you can you can admire it from afar. You know, oh, the local <laughs> authority tax, you know, like you know, all yeah. that. he's going to come out with all those those things, you know, to try and if we did have him on, I'd say they're going to be his first. You know things, but you could easily bat them aside if you go in. If you oh, can we have them on, please, for please, please, please. It we'll, make t- we'll, we'll think about it if you're good. We'll okay, think about please. it. Please, I just I'd like to listen to. Um, I did see one real interesting tweet, and I think it's it's something just to, to dwell on for a sec because I think this it could easily be a reality. But a fella called Andrew Galvin, uh, whose Twitter handle is brilliant. It's at Max Homo. <laughs> Just fantastic, but uh, he just tweeted out, "Dude just bought himself a balance invite to every RTE debate on reunification." That's Respect. also true. Uh, going to, like RTE have this weird thing about balance at the moment where they're getting like weird fuckers on, uh, that Claire Byrne thing. But last Eddie week. Hobbs back on. Eddie fucking Hobbs, and he's after like he was on in two thousand six, going on about investment funds. And the investment fund that he was that he was promoting and got involved in lost people millions. Yeah. Yeah. And he's on there talking about fucking houses and I know economics. That's a joke. And he's anti facts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's RT or fucking weird. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Listen, and just to kind of start wrapping things up with this one, there are more Irish unionist Twitter accounts out there than you would believe. Um, went down a bit of a rabbit hole. I, I kind of picked out the two probably most popular ones. There's one um, at unionist underscore Irish uh, whose uh, Twitter bio just says common sense uni- unionism for the future. Uh, and then we British flag emoji and a, an Irish shamrock. But uh, like their pin tweet is no sea border, no land border, no border, reunite the United Kingdom. Um, but yeah, and there was another one, um, Cork Unionist. So at yeah, just at Cork Unionist. But like, interesting, we got hashtags like hashtag Rethink Thirty Two, and hashtag Shared Islands. I assume that person wants to reunite all counties under the Cork banner. Is that probably? I, th- I think you know. I think it is part of it. Yeah. yeah. But um, interesting enough, they also had like the, one of the most ironic tweets about the whole thing that I saw, and they um, so they retweeted this old Irish map from it's a map of Ireland in um, eleven seventy one. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, as you do, and yeah. it's you know it's split into the usual provinces and and kind of some extra kind of lands and and states that are in there you know at the time, um like Viking settlements and all that. But um he kind of sarcastically tweets out the United Ireland in air quotes that existed before the Brits came. Um, reality is only a figment of or this reality now is only a figment of a gaelic supremacist imagination and he's kind of you know he's got the island of ireland you know split into these different mini little states and lands and kingdoms and i'm like that's every fucking country in the world until <laughs> they eventually become a bigger country like look it's at england a place like cornwall and you know what i mean Vikings settled here became irish norman settled it, no, here became irish look at germany that wasn't that was like pretty much like the usa until 200 years ago so like, the welsh and irish language comes from central yeah. european 
So, like, not no harm to these unionist Twitter accounts, but the, the lack of history, knowledge, and common sense is. Sure, they were all from Germany. What the? <laughs> the unionists. Are they? Saxons and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You can only go back. We could keep going back, and it yeah. could completely it could start go full circle. Complete. Well, we could nonsense. do that, or or we could talk about we could move from one German. To another, do and it. Andrew Windsor. <laughs> oh, Cormac, I love and it. Go on. He and we should talk, of the year We yeah. should talk about this because if we are to rejoin the union, this is also going to be our problem. Yeah. Um, as somebody said on GB News this week, he may be a sex offender, but he's our sex offender. <laughs> 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 Which I noticed was delivered with a completely straight face, and it's probably one of the best lines I've ever seen he's, in TV. Oh my god. History. Um, I you know it, I can't remember the name of the person that they had on but my god was it stunning he may be a sex offender but he's our sex so offender so this is the news that um, you know I, I you know I don't like to say the words prince and king and queen no you um, don't but look for that's, a why, that's why you'd work so uh, easily in on you yeah, Irish Union exactly so but look for the cert- the, you know for the purposes of this I'm rereading some some tweets I will refer to him as, as Prince Andrew. Yeah, yeah. So this is the news that Prince Andrew um, has settled a civil case in the States uh, with, he was accused by Virginia Jeffrey, I think her name there is Roberts, um, of essentially sexually assaulting her um, a number of years ago when she was a teenager with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, of course, as I've seen Waterford Whispers tweeting out, man settles court case against woman he claims to have never met. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because he he's willing to pay as Nazir Avazel tweeted out, Prince Andrew has settled the claim by Virginia Jeffrey that he sexually assaulted her to avoid a trial. He's willing to pay her large sums of money for something he denies. Make of that what you will. A lot of people think this has got to do with politics more so than anything because it's his mother's jubilee. I'm not sure what that means. Um, oh, well, why does that make sense? But yeah. it's her jubilee this year. Okay. Oh, how many years is it? 70? Uh, it's 70 years, I think, in, in power. Notice the way I noticed. I know that. And she, she well, one does not need bad publicity to come One does not, no. with your son sexually assaulting um, a minor um, just some other tweets about it have I got news for you uh, as Boris Johnson continues to explore ways to avoid consequences of any kind over Partygate Prince Andrew asks if he's considered simply handing Sue Gray a massive bag of cash <laughs> so this is as we talked about earlier on you know this is an, a, a nod to just the complete mess that seems to be going on across the water um we can't join those people james felton imagine boris johnson being your leader oh yeah i know oh james felton uh, tweeted out from the papers that asked now that harry and megan want to pay their own way should they fuck off forever we bring you a day after prince andrew made his mum pay 12 million rather than face a sexual assault claim in court we ask is everything now equals equals so this is the kind of suggestion that people in in England are you know they're willing to just turn a blind eye to all of this look what do you think about this because I mean maybe a year ago it seemed sensational that we might actually see Prince Andrew in court facing this because obviously for a long time all of this was just Netflix documentaries yeah um and, oh, what's going to happen here? Surely this opens the floodgates a bit, no? Well, surely he he went on and he what did he say? He he'd want trial by combat, is it? Or what? So that wasn't the quote. I'm thinking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, what was he it? said he wanted to do a trial, uh, you know, trial by combat. You know, <laughs> by 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 his peers. You know, he was prepared to go to court. To court, there wouldn't be his peers to be the people who he sees as under him. His domain over, yeah. His domain over, yeah. Uh, it seems weird that he'd go to that to settle in the court case. Yeah. And now that he's settled the court case, as Fergal said, does this not open floodgates for more accusations? Unless I don't know. Like, 
Fergal, your friend Piers Morgan um, That's tweeted wrong. out. Um, of course, the page would have to refresh just as I said that. But Piers uh, was asking, as always, the the hard the hard questions. Um, the British public is entitled to know who paid for Prince Andrew's settlement, given some of it may have come directly from taxpayer money. Outrageous if it's true. The Queen and in brackets his mum, as if we didn't know, Thanks, had to contribute towards silencing his his accuser. How dare he put his mother in that position? So he's Pierce, such a weird people. People are like really into the royal family are fucking weird. I, they just are. I think I it's have, so fucking odd. I have relatives like I I have, I have English relatives. Yeah, um, and they have like pictures on their Facebook of like the Queen and Prince Philip and what. Yeah, it's weird. So it's weird. strange. When, when like, Philip died, they had like memorial photos up on their profile page. Is it just because we were born in a country with no royalty, we just don't get it? I, I don't like. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how you can live in a democracy and. Do people in Spain feel that way about the Spanish royalty? Like, you know I what I mean? Know. I don't know how you could live in in a democracy and and think that like. Being a royalist is okay. Like given. Yeah. Given, people that amount of money for pissing. Because of just they were born, yeah, and of course the money's taxpayers' money, Pierce. For fuck's sake, like where else is it coming from? Well, this is it. You know, people were saying um, when they say the Queen's going to foot the bill for Prince Andrew's twelve million sex abuse settlement, they mean you. You're going to pay for it. She didn't earn twelve million working there in the local Tesco. You know, that was from Mikey Walsh, um, tweeting out about that. Um, Jonathan Pye, um tweeted out 12 million is an awful lot of money to pay out to someone you claim you've never met Prince Andrew knows this makes him look like a guilty motherfucker the entire world which begs a question what did he think a court case would have uncovered do you know what I think it is I think his temporary inability to sweat yeah. stopped and okay. he was playing squash and he goes oh there's a bit of sweat on my forehead <laughs> yeah. and then he realised oh this court case won't go the way I want it to go Oh, interesting. Oh, I, I think he knew he happened. was faced. I'd say he was, there was a good chance he would have faced jail time in the States um, if he had gone over there and gone to try yeah, and And if he was in prison, he'd be a prime target for, uh, you know, I'd say people get off. Oh, Beatings. Yeah. Oh, he got um, a royal. Belton, <laughs> tweet, <laughs> Belton tweeted out again, never met her, don't remember the photograph. I was in Pete's Express in, in Woking, can't sweat, I demand a trial by jury. Okay, here's a big pile of money. So that's a very quick recap of the of the timeline yeah. of of events as to what happened. Um, look, I don't know. I think, as Fergus said, there could be a bit of a floodgate opening. He's been completely um, disowned by the British. They're stripping him of all his titles and honors, and not that he ever, I suppose, earned any of them, but. Um, Still had an easy fucking life. What did you do in the Falklands? I wonder. Like what? a good job. Somebody tweeted out. Whatever that is. That show was yeah. We're putting any danger. Like I always, I always wondered that about the royal family. Like like, and Harry go off to Afghanistan and that. Whatever in any real danger. Probably not. Like, but I think that was more like the war in Afghanistan was kind of a bit unpredictable. Like I'd say he was probably setting a way out to sea on a on a ship. Yeah, in, you know, big Royal Navy, HMS, yeah, 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 big balls or whatever like, they call it. Just to go back to your man about like you know, you know, history not making any sense and stuff like that. Like, fucking stop, fucking mad. Like, not making sense. Uh, a little island, a little rock, fucking thousands of kilometers away from you. I should look at Gibraltar. You know, that's true. Here also, like they, the British and the Brits have a weird sense of. Listen, I guess we just weren't raising it. I enjoyed it. if there was some one or there was one or two football tweets on it. You know, um, I enjoyed this when the Queen spent twelve million on Prince Andrew, but let Harry and Meghan go on a free. She badly <laughs> needs to bring a technical director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good one. I wonder what they think of it because they obviously took some serious shit. They obviously know more. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what would be dead funny even. if the two of them took out their own Netflix documentary and they started kind of like following. <laughs> following the, the, the girls that he was with <laughs> and interviewing them that would, be, that would be a great Netflix documentary he'll eventually do a documentary of some sort yeah. like Me- inside the royal family kind of thing Me- Meg and Harry the, the yeah. 
I doubt they detectives. signed. I doubt they signed NDAs or anything. I, I doubt that's the thing. What for the royal family? Yeah. yeah I'll say no, Should we talk about the real big news of the week? Big Jeff TV. Well, I mean, actually, too. Yeah, let's talk about. It. I was going to talk about Taylor Park. But let's talk about that. Oh, so yesterday during Storm Eunice, there was this crazy scenario where this YouTube channel called Big Jeff TV just took over Twitter. Um, this was basically people watching pilots trying to land. Planes. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Now, I, was I have a video of it, and although I'm not technically. Uh, Sorry, people watching people land planes. Yeah, so people watching the pilots land Stream planes in like really, you know. Is that water. like, is it like your man that watches the trains go under the bridges and he's got a big camera in his face? That's kind of. Mm, could be. People, he, is, people love plane watching and watching planes land, man. That's a big thing. I did it once. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was a kid. Why are you giving out about this? I'm not giving out <laughs> about it. No, I was a child. But it is, but it is big. Like, yeah, I was never into on a it. plane before. I just used to watch yeah. planes land. So I'll, I'll play this very short video for you. But at the time during this plane landing, 86,000 people were currently watching this plane. Online? Try to land. On what's the fucking... What's, what, on what site? Uh, just YouTube. Uh, uh, big Jetty. It's live on YouTube. Okay. So yeah. here, here we go. This, this now has 4.6 million views. Christ. <laughs> so... Hopefully you'll be able to hear this. Just give you an idea of what was what was going on. You know what? That's actually pretty fucking entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, uh, Twitter got all over this. It's like watching uh, the Winter Olympics. It's you know it's what crazy. I mean. It's a, it's like watching a sport you don't know anything about, uh, and you're going like, "Go on!" <laughs> Johnny Sharples, who's more of a football journalist, he said, yeah. "130,000 people watching the planes land on Big Jet TV." But how many of them will bother going down to their local grassroots <laughs> airfield next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Someone had up um, a picture of Jeff Stelling going, there's been a landing at Heathrow. But for who, Chris Kamara? <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. I could imagine it would be, be, be a great meme with, with, with Kamara just there going, I didn't see it land, Jeff. Yeah. Where was it? I don't know. Like, uh, Scott Bryan <laughs> tweeted out going, currently Big Jet TV has twice as many viewers as GB News. Uh, who <laughs> at the same time amazing um, uh, someone put up um, like a political a political panel um, you know <laughs> GRN I'm not sure who they are yeah. uh, Labour Party Conservatives B- Big Jet TV are currently in the lead to be the next um, leading party in British uh, British politics. It's only a matter of time before the the uh, the Roy's bite them in succession as the um, next media. Squawk of football tweeted out: um, Qatar Airways A thirty A three eighty attempted more landings three than the two Emirates A three eighties needed combined too. The Emirates pilots putting on a clinic on Big Jet TV. Fergal, here's one you might like: a picture of Alan Partridge. Lying on his bed saying, Idea for a series. Haynes <laughs> <laughs> trying to land at Heathrow during a dramatic storm. Call it Big Jet TV and get some man presenting with lines such as, Bosh, get it down, son. And, Whoa, look at it. Stick it on YouTube. Become more popular than GB News. Uh, so, so good. That was Big Jet TV. Um, uh, I just wanted to get that one in very quickly. Yeah, I love uh, it. A lot of people sat there judging the way pilots land planes at. You know, in more than a hundred kilometers. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like the Winter Olympics. You know what uh, I mean? You're suddenly an expert in, in fucking downhill sledding, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite enjoyable. Um, I I I liked it. That sounds great. I'm gonna look that up after. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Tato briefly before we wrap up today? Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I have a lot of thoughts yeah. on Tato Park. Interesting. Well, yeah. listen. Um, I first 
saw this when uh, Richard Chambers or Richie Chambers or, or Big Dicky Chambers, whatever you yeah. want to call him, okay. um, tweeted out um, the end of the line for Ireland's favourite crisp theme park. Tato Snacks ending title sponsorship for the park at the end of the year. New name and identity from next year uh, to better reflect the park's development. And then he kind of t- he tweeted out a statement from, um, uh, it was a joint statement from Tato Snacks and Tato Park. And my immediate thought was that of, um, the, well, it was the same as the fellow called James McCann who tweeted out, uh, that this was a sponsorship shamefully never entered my mind. I just presumed they were so good at crisps. They said, <laughs> they're so good at crisps. Uh, they said, what else can we do? And they lashed out a theme park. I'm the same as James. I, I assume Tato crisps I, made the, the park. I thought they owned it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that too. I always thought, because I, um, I, I was there before and there was like a crisp factory off to the side of it. Showing how oh, crisps were made. There? So yeah, I, I, thought, I haven't been to it yet. I thought it was like an offshoot of the little crisp factory. Um, yeah, yeah, I had no idea, and obviously I'm going to try and visit it this summer before they they, they get rid of it. Um, but well, they're, they're not getting rid of it. It's just no, but it's before the potato element gets out of it. Yeah. I, I love. My they were tato given out. They were given out because like um, uh, about about there was like uh, the independent posted like something about like very sad news independent re very sad news just in for tato park there will be no more tato park in just a matter of months and it made it sound like it was clickbait because like it made it sound like the park was closing uh, okay yeah like that was, but it's not closing it's just changing names well tato park themselves tweeted out um at tato park mr handle um thank you for all the support over the last couple of days um, a new and exciting chapter lies ahead for tato park in 2023 and we can't wait for you all to take the ride uh, we've got a feeling uh, this is going to be one of the best seasons yet I mean that's obvious I mean I'm going to go because everyone's going to go now because it's closing <laughs> you know it's quite expensive well, it's not closing it's just, you know. no but like Tato's but that's what I'm saying but Tato's leaving it like and Tato would be a big in fact it was sponsored by Tato it was a big novelty factor oh, oh, oh yeah I think I thought it was ingenious I just thought yeah, it was yeah. the funniest thing ever that like we had a, a, a theme park for Chris I was so proud of it it'd be yeah. so interesting to see who takes it over well, there's been a bunch of great tweets about that. Um, so sorry, I just for me coming because yeah. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm a bit tired this morning. I'm yawning a lot. You're yawning morning. a lot in the podcast, Sean. Yeah, uh, I've been uh, visibly upset with you when you do it. Yeah, uh, sorry, Carlo. <laughs> but he are the same owners own the park, and it's just a different sponsorship. I guess so. Yeah, it'd be like the Tree Arena in some ways. They just sponsored the the um the venue, I guess, in the stadium. Yeah. Or like you know, um, like like Arsenal Stadium in in, in the Premier yeah. League. It's the Emirates. Is it the Emirates? It is the Emirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same thing, you know. It's just, it's just a title sponsorship. You get money from that. Yeah. Um, to run the place. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they're stopping. Um, I said there's been some cracking tweets about it. Um, at Teresa New Idea tweeted out, "Mr. Tato being dumped the day after Valentine's for more exciting rides will only increase his attractiveness among the heartbroken, hungry people of Ireland." Uh, yeah. Which I thought was absolutely great. I, I just think, like, what if somebody, like, don't ask me why my mind went there, but, like, what if, like, Durex bought? Like that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, like, it'd be, Safer rides, I guess. Like, what yeah. if. Uh, Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a good joke, and no one. Okay. I, no, right, I, right. I, 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 right. it was that good, I didn't laugh. What, like. <laughs> you know? It ribbed roller coaster. What other. Like a lubed up kind of, like. The motor side. Yeah. Like I think if anybody from Jurex is listening, we've got loads of ideas. Oh, that'd be class. Yeah, I was just thinking like like yeah. what like Tato Park, you know, an Irish made brand, you know, sponsor the park. What other Irish brands could well, sponsor it? Sean, I'm glad you asked because Twitter answered your question. Oh wow! And, yeah. and do you know what I'm really proud of it is I haven't paid any attention, and I just came up with that in the top Seamless. of my head. Oh, what would have so been good. better is if you didn't talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, don't um, yeah, so loads of people, loads of people um, tweeted us out. Um, someone with the Twitter handle, but this is an interesting Twitter handle, by the way, because I wonder if they took it thinking that Krispy Kreme would try and buy it off them. But someone using the Twitter handle at Krispy Kreme IE <laughs> tweeted, uh, Imagine Guinness bought Tato Park and made it Guinness themed. I was just thinking that. Yeah, imagine Log Fume then. You couldn't, though, because the idea is like that it's. Their big attraction is like families and children. Yeah, you got to immerse. Guinness is a family product. I, we all have our first Guinness at like Ireland as a, as a toddler. Ireland, Ireland, 
Guinness, <laughs> Guinness is part of our Irish culture. You got to take kids to that. It'd be like, um, be like Duff Gardens, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. the con- the, all the concern about it though really is the pelican you see, have the pelican as the mascot you see, you see <gasps> it's zero zero because like you know there'll be idiots would would drink a couple of pints and drive imagine them up on the sky park thing yeah. <laughs> and, and everybody's throwing up everywhere i saw actually i saw a good follow-up tweet that again a suggestion um were at uh crispy Longgrain tweeted out um if there was a roller coaster in the guinness theme park uh, they tweeted out, uh, "You go two thirds of the way up at the roller coaster, then stop for sixty seconds before continuing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you could great. have like you could have like um, do you know like in Disneyland to have a small world after all? Mm, yeah, but you could have like one of those kind of like flume rides where it's sponsored by your man from Shit London Guinness, and it could oh, it could yeah. be like it could be like part of it could be like a ghost house, and all you see around you is like these Bad shit pints. pints from from like Britain. And then, and then you turn into a door, and all of a sudden, like Irish music comes on, and it's like all the Irish pubs with their lovely pints, lovely pints. You see lovely pints everywhere, and everyone's pouring pints into. Oh, it'd be great! I love that. Yeah, be great. You really thought about this. Um, I'll run through a few suggestions yeah. before we we kind of wrap up with it. Uh, Richard Chambers himself, um, his suggestion was tree Edo, tree arc. Um, okay. a lot of people suggesting the three. <laughs> We just take over because they seem to get the sponsorship for everything in Ireland. Um, yeah, that'll be a bit boring. Um, at Dubs Coast tweeted out HSC Park. Oh, no. uh, the queues, <laughs> the queues are as long as the waiting lists, yeah. and A and E is a roller coaster at the best of times. Um, at Medvid Connolly simply tweeted out Mattress Mick Park. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you can jump on there. those mattresses and stuff. Yeah, there's big potential there. Actually, my wife Ashling also suggested. Mattress Mick Park as well. So mm. I have to give her a shout out. There's a guy up in Donegal looking to bring back bears to Ireland. <laughs> I don't know if Taylor Park's the place uh, for that. You know, I think maybe you could. Well, it says here. It says here. Bear in a bumping car or a roller coaster. <laughs> it says here that Taylor Park confirms 30 animals died at the Sioux in 2016. Yeah, so this has always been a problem. They don't have they a good track uh, record. They don't have a great track record of keeping their animals alive. Mm. Uh, a lot of people talking about that on Twitter as well yeah. which is fair enough um, at Benitez Sucks um, it's interesting to know what football club he supports um, suggested the Bertie Bowl team park so free admission of brown envelopes uh, any payment will be cash only as the park has no bank account and sponsorship will end just before the park goes into receivership and will become the IMF theme park that's a good one yeah. what, what if they got um, oh what you call them uh, oh you love them, um, the FAI guy. John, like, Delaney John Delaney John Park. John Park. Could yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like massive birthday cakes and yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Um, at World Link LWG uh, suggested, and this is controversial. King Chris Park. Ooh, no, I don't. I don't think you know. I don't think another crisp company can come in. You think I should have a clean slate? Yeah. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? What might happen? If Tristan gets his oh here we go. If Tristan gets his or in, yeah, he could get like Walkers to take it over. Mm. Walkers, or it could just be Unionist Park or something. Yeah, you could just call it IUP. Unionist Park. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. coaster across the border and comes back yeah. over or That's something. It, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, at Kev Pants tweeted out Dutch Gold Park, which I like as a suggestion. It's not Irish. Be cheap admission though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, um, this is a real, this is a detailed one, and I only included this because we do mention a lot of the Virgin Media reporters, um, such as Richie Chambers in our podcast. But um, at Cass loved Hino tweeted at Virgin Media Park, which again is a possibility in real life. But um, Zara, a few rides that might be on it would be Zara's trampolines, um, inherently dangerous and objectively fun. Gav's House of Horrors, uh, that's ministers making angry faces and generally being mean. Paul's Cowboyland, Garrett Brooks, and more Garrett Brooks, and then Richard's Petting Zoo, uh, which include Cooper and, and an assortment of urban foxes. Oh yeah, I do really like his dog. That that's Cooper, is it? Yeah. yeah. Very good. What rights do they do have it now? They have the Cahullin roller coaster. They have the Viking Splash. One of them's the biggest wooden roller coaster in Europe, isn't it? Is that the yeah, Cullen? the Cahullin one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't like, been in it in a long time. Could they just do it like like more Irish myths and legends, like or yeah, but, yeah, but who's going to take history? it over though? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I just wonder how what the you know hey, you have like hey, tweets ahead park. Yeah. 
Uh, what would be my ride? <laughs> oh, it's a, ne- a never-ending like, rollercoaster. It could be late. like... It'd uh, um, <laughs> be late. Yeah, all the rides would never start in time. Like, it could very be like, stop, start. Yeah. It could be like Jim Core's conspiracy theories and you're taking through a ride. Of like, That'd oh, be House of Horrors kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. Jim Core and Jem or Doherty. Instead of a small world... With a phone. Instead of a small world after all, it'd be like, it's a cropped world after all or something. Or <laughs> New like, world order. New world order. New world order after all. Listen, before we, we wrap up, because I, I know we're kind of cl- coming close to time, Mac, I know you wanted to talk qu- briefly about McElroy. And yeah, I can't believe it. Like, I never really, he never personally done anything on me, but I never really liked Rory McElroy. Always found him smarmy. My granny tried, loves him. He's a bit slippery. He, we took a long he time missed, He missed out there with that tennis player. What was her? Oh, oh Carolina yeah. Wozniacki. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. He's yeah. happily married now to Sean. Okay, yeah, so. Sean. Who's McElroy? So maybe he's happiness. Who's, who's he married to? I don't know. I don't know. He is. He always, he always felt a bit smarmy to me, and you know, I don't know, you know, but the, I don't know if he's. I don't pay a huge amount of attention to golf. Except, Not anymore. No. Except, except for when the Ryder Cup's on, it's a chance to push it to the Americans. I'm even gone off like, that. The only attention I paid there recently was Tiger Woods was on, and God, he looked awful. Yeah. yeah. He's not doing well. Yeah. So there's a separate tour trying to get started up. I saw this. It's been run by none other than the Saudis. More um, sports washing than corn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As you know, this is an area I'm very yeah. interested in. Um, so a lot of players in the beginning said, no, 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 we're not going. And then the Saudis said, mm, but look money? at all of this money. Yeah. So Phil Mickelson had a big stance about on how he wouldn't be going. Yeah. And now this week he's changed his mind. Uh, quotes are, from Mickelson are, they're scary motherfuckers to get involved with, right? They kill Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights. But, but... This is a once in a lifetime opportunity, and while I'm there, maybe I can change some minds. Oh so, fuck off, Phil! You know, I think everybody's kind of pulled Phil up on it. Um, McElroy, a lot of people. He's Phil the left-hander. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McElroy oh, has come out style. in staunch <laughs> criticism of this, uh, and said, uh, "I would not tarnish my reputation for Saudi millions." Uh, we make we make enough money as it is in the tour. Playing in this tournament will not change the top players' lives. Um, so I'm not going to risk my reputation. For no. That. Whatever you think of McElroy, I think it's a fairly noble stance to take. I think. So you have more respect from now, Corbin. I, I do. I think he is right in what he's saying. It remains to be seen, though, if he's made a once in a lifetime changing life. Cha- it, like, look, the guy is worth. I was going to say, listen, it's a noble. He's a multi-millionaire. Yeah. It, it, it's it's also an easy decision for him to make. Yeah, currently time. it's not because he's got like a nearly three hundred million sponsorship. Like he mm. does not need that money. But no. he's would he be the giver? Would McElroy be in his forties? I think he is. He'd be, he'd be getting no, there. He's not. He'd be getting there. He's not that much. I don't see him. Uh, he's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. He, is he? He's, yeah. he's two years older than us. Um. You know, I learned something today. He might have intentions of. I know golfer can go for a long time. I think he's about your height, though. <sighs> God, I love him. Um, I know, I know, <laughs> golfers can go for a long time, but he might just have intentions of maybe retiring early, and maybe another three or four hundred million might convince him. <laughs> convince me? I don't know, like, like, well, like, he's only thirty-two, lads. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> wondering what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. The way it should be in sport is that, like, you know, like competitions that have long history and prestige behind them and like that's where that's where it's at like it's the not six that. nations it's not that yeah they're talking about, re- <laughs> we'll they're talking about changing, changing the six nations there but you, you want yeah. it to be you know I won you know the US major or the, the masters or something and such and such mean something in 1977 well, and well it's like that super league they try to start up in football like, yeah, who yeah. gave it like if they did that who would give a shit there are some very cynical people out there whoever saying with the likes of maybe DeChambeau and a couple of others going if they go to this it does pave the way for McElroy to maybe uh, take over again I don't know if it would be that cynical but who, who's in, who's it, who's looking as if they're going to well jump Mickelson's ship. going DeChambeau might go Kapka, a couple of other big, Ameri- a couple of other big Americans. That's maybe. disappointing. You see, because you know they can make a lot of money over there. Yeah. You know, or playing on that tour. I have a feeling, Mac. If you were a golfer, golfer, uh, you'd be you'd be on the ship. Oh, I'd be gone. 
Yeah. You're not coming across great in this episode. <laughs> no, just before I go. If you're if you're in if you're in if your character in Dungeons and Dragons, right? Oh no. You'd be oh, uh, you'd be chaotic good. Uh, no, actually, you wouldn't. You'd be probably chaotic evil. Like you just look out for yourself. No, chaotic neutral. You just look out for yourself. Yeah, I you, think you at go the to end, your own wins. You don't. You don't go by your principles. This is turning into a character assassination. I think my character arc would come back round in the end. Like okay. I, it would look as if you were playing like some sort of long game the whole no, time. No, no. Like let's say, like you know, I don't know. The, I, you know, this troll that I joined uh, was going to kill you. Yeah. And. I betrayed you in the beginning. I think it'd be a bit Darth Vader at the end. You'd be like, "They're going, no, come on, save me!" You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, then I eventually would. <laughs> I think it'd be a bit like that. Yeah, you imagine yeah. as a, as a disturbed warlock or something. Yeah, like. something, something like that. But I would only do this if it was within my interests to do so. Okay. Yeah, that's you. Chaotic neutral. Um, just before we go, because I know Fergal is eager to wrap up. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> you might enjoy this one. I have a video, but I won't play it because it's a bit long. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber was uh, giving a speech at the end of one of his what does he do shows concerts shows yeah. shows and he said somebody tweeted up the video and the quote this is how Andrew Lloyd Webber ended his speech at Cinderella last night open quotations does anyone know what Omicron and Delta are an anagram of oh no audience silence Andrew Lloyd Webber media control Audience silence, curtain comes down. So, are you <laughs> like oh. Andrew Lloyd Webber has joined me? this band of nutjob Sean oh, and That's uh, sad, isn't it? My, that's disappointing. I love, I love when these things happen because I've never liked them, and I feel very vindicated. Sure, <laughs> what? I, I, like I, I've got a secret. Like I've, I see. I love like, musicals. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. musicals. Yeah, I like he did. He did write. Did he? He was no. He wasn't involved in Name Is. Liam is my favourite. I love. I don't know. He may have been involved. No, not he wasn't. Right now, but like he it was Cats, yeah. uh, Joseph, the Technicolor Dreamcoat, and I think he did like the Queen Phantom one of the opera. recently, didn't he? Huh? Did like the Queen one go rocky? Did uh, he? Or? I wouldn't be a great fan of that. No, one. no, I'm just saying. I'm just thinking of ones he uh, did. But, but the, the ones yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a big fan of Cats now. So fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the powerful way to end the. I love the cats. I love my cats, but I yeah. don't like cats. Cats, especially with that. Who was that? What James Corden as a cat? Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. I don't want to. Mm. Nightmare fuel. Um, lads, before we wrap up, were there any more kind of tweets of the week right now? Cormac, was that yours? I guess. Well, I've just shut down my computer, so if I didn't yeah. have any, I can't. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end it there then. Um, I I got my Wordle score in before today. I got two. I came across Quirtle. Have you have you tried Quirtle yet? What's that? It's like it's like there's four different, uh, Wordles. Right. Yeah. And you have nine chances to like, to like guess all four four words. Okay. But like, say if I type in, like this morning I typed in uh, daily. And yeah. daily comes up in the first one, the yeah. second one, the third one, and the fourth one. Yeah. So you have to kind of like, you're you're solving four wordles at a time. Yeah. But you can only type in one word at a time. Cormac, do you notice he said this morning when he was late for the podcast? Oh, it's not lost on me. Um, <laughs> I also would like to just go on record now by saying uh, I will be vindicated by this in in years to come. My decision not to play a Wordle or Quordle. Just like I was with my decision when not it, when to When they figured everyone's passwords on their computers yeah, because of I, something. I, yeah. I have a feeling that this is another thing that I will remain okay. silent on but end up being right. Just, hmm? just FYI, I did play it on the jacks. So... Uh, yeah lovely um listen we're gonna end the episode there um thanks for listening uh, we've been a tweet ahead podcast you can find us on twitter at tweets Headcast and instagram and facebook um as always our music is welcome to the breakdown by bill coleman and you can find us on all podcast platforms i've been fergal that's been cormac and sean we'll see you guys next time wordle